All right, we're back with another episode of Ryan Seaman and Friends, and this week is uh, is a cool episode for me. Uh, I got to meet this this lovely lady at a uh, at an event in in Los Angeles called uh, Legends and Devils yeah. that uh, that I was throwing on with some of my friends, and that we was just, so fun. It was right. fun. Yeah, you yeah. should do it again. I know we we really need to. Um, there there were some things that happened behind the scenes, oh, so we're, we're <laughs> so we're tea. yeah, so we're gonna we're we're we're, we're kind of figuring okay, it out. I but um, that venue was so cool. It was awesome, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like I I I wanted to bring you guys in, and uh, I had heard your music, and I was like, this is really cool, and I just don't know how it was like under my nose this whole time, and yeah, I just thank hadn't you like so much. yeah, I just had I hadn't heard of you guys before, and then totally. um, when I saw you play, I was like, holy shit, like this is Aww. she's real she's really great, and then thank I got to you. see you guys. Yeah, a couple months ago. Anyway, yeah. I'm Grace McKagan. Hi, everybody. Hi, <laughs> so, I'm Grace, everybody. Yeah. Thank you again for having me on. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here, and I really appreciate it. Don't worry, I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you the sandwich later. Thank you for yeah, uh, yeah. for coming. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, sandwich. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you can't. Yeah, you're you're at Adobe Radio with me right now, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to have you in because you know, again, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your music. I, th- I want to be seeing you play more, but I just kind of wanted to get um, the history of like your story and how mm-hmm. you became an artist and yeah. how everything has gone from like you know point a to point b totally with you yeah that's a fair question um yeah well i grew up always doing musical theater i grew up half partly in seattle and partly in los angeles mm. okay. um and i've just always like known that i wanted to be a singer and be a performer and that i'm really lucky now that i get to do singing and performing like in my adulthood yeah um it's what I love to do the most. I love singing and just performing the most. Um, and it's funny that you, the first show you ever saw me at the at the Legends and Devils show, yeah. um, that was like an acoustic set with my boyfriend Blues and I, who's also in my band. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit different than like what we usually play, but I had a really good time. We just did like we had a drum track on our iPad, and he just played electric guitar, and it was just me singing. So that was a really cool kind of stripped back set. And I remember you guys required us to like cover one of the bands that recorded there so we did um queens of the stone age little sister yeah which which sounded so great and by the way like i didn't know that you guys were gonna bring like an ipad and that that was so cool because like you guys were doing like your own your own thing and there weren't any like real rules or requirements on like the you know quote-unquote acoustic set we just did it because there was no um (laughs) their pa only had like there was enough space or something (laughs) yeah but i liked that that was really cool i'd like to do that again yeah, I he- I heard they put in like a uh, an actual PA system this time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so they they've upgraded it oh, a lot. Okay. Well, um, that's cool. Yeah, we we might bring it back. I don't know. I, I got to talk to the other yeah. people. I got to talk to Anthony and Rebecca and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I wanted to do those events just to like showcase you know up and coming artists in mm-hmm. LA and just uh, people that need to check out good mm-hmm. music. Yeah. In my opinion, a lot of bands so. like recorded there. Right there was. Yeah. I think there was. Queen of the Stone Age, mm-hmm. No Doubt, I think, right? Yep, No Doubt, Foo Fighters. Okay, like everybody. Yeah. Who else? Oh my God, I think Bowie might have done. Oh some, my God, I didn't some realize stuff in that. there. Yeah, there, there's a lot of people that wow. have gone in there, and uh, I mean, I, w- I went in one time for uh, um, <laughs> this is so funny. So like, uh, Bad Religion was like cutting a record there and they okay. wanted to bring in people to do like gang vocals. Oh, that's cool. And like I a just chorus singing kind of. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, I just shouted the words "Requiem." That's cool. That's it. So you've recorded so, there. So I've recorded. Yeah. yeah. Technically, I've recorded. Yeah, you there. have. You can yeah. see. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So so you so you grew up between Seattle and yeah. LA. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I just get, it felt like a natural, I guess, evolution to just kind of start my band when I was fifteen. I started actually with like a girlfriend of mine. Okay. Um, she was actually visiting me in Seattle over summer break, and she knew how to play the acoustic guitar, and we just both loved music and singing so much. We just put on a few covers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We did um we did um Lack of Color by Death by Cutie. We okay. did um Little Black Submarine by the Black Keys. Nice. And then we ended up doing our first show a few months later we covered like um Latch by Disclosure but like acoustic and like really dark. And okay. we did um Oblivion by Grimes. This was like twenty twelve or something. So that was your first that was time. your first show? Yeah, we were like covering these songs oh, like, acoustically. Wow. Okay, cool. Where, where were you we playing did in Seattle? Valerie by Amy Winehouse. Oh, nice. So we played actually at the CBGB. There was like a, there was like the movie coming out for CBGB mm-hmm. in New York at pianos. And I know that's a crazy first show. Wow. Yeah, that is a crazy yeah. first show. But it was really cool. I know pianos is also like a legendary yeah. venue in New York too. Totally. That's your first show. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I went there. I've only went there once. Okay, it wasn't really a show. It was just me and her kind of singing acoustic at this party, and everyone was talking and stuff. Oh, okay. But it was super cool and like that just gave me like 
the buzz, and I just started writing songs more with my producer, Isaac Carpenter, who's also an Ewell Nation. Oh, okay. And he was nice. in that band Loudermilk. Uh-huh, Loudermilk, yeah, 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 for sure. He's like an insane drummer, an insane producer, and amazing writer, and he's taught me so much about writing and music. Um, so I just started writing songs, and from there, I, I formed my first band called The Pink Slips. Okay, mm-hmm. Pink Slips, and then what? What happened with uh, what happened with the Pink Slips? Like? Well, was that in, was that in Seattle still, or was no, that no? Pink Slips was formed with like a bunch of my friends from high school in LA. Okay, um, so that was like mostly like my teenage years, I would say. The band, I don't know. I guess it was like about seven years we had that band. So for a while, we had some amazing opportunities, and like that was mm-hmm. really like my punk era. And I think my okay. music now, like I always love punk. That's like what I grew up listening Same. to, like yeah. Stooges, Sex Pistols, and beyond. Um, but now my music is a bit softer and a bit more alternative, just because I've always wanted to write music like that. But um, I was just like an angsty teenager, and I loved punk rock so much. Sure. Yeah. I was a big fan of like. Um, like the epitaph punk rock or mm, like, or like yeah. the fat records. I, I don't know if epitaph you know that. Is it. Yeah. Like I, I, I grew up liking like no effects and Pennywise mm. and bad religion and things like yeah. that. And I'm assuming the punk rock you're talking about is probably like sex pistols yeah. and Ramones and yeah. everything. From I that mean, that's era. everything. Yeah. There's like, yeah. so like L seven, mm-hmm. Le Boucherettes. Um, it's hard to think on the top of your head. But I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, when it's, you're on it's the spot. sprinkled with everything. You yeah. Know? Sweet. And so, so when you, when you started playing, so, Okay, so you you had the pink slips. I'm just I'm learning this for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I cut. You know, when I go to these podcasts, I don't really have like an agenda. I'm just always learning about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm we're just having a conversation. Yeah, just lear- nice. learning about where where you, where you came from. But oh. um, yeah. So when you had the pink slips, you were you were just playing like a bunch of shows around LA, or did you guys? Yeah, that's kind of we form- Yeah, we did. Okay, it's kind of we formed. You played a bunch of shows in LA, like um, at the Echo and just a bunch of stuff on the East Side. But yeah. we actually ended up having like the amazing opportunity to open up for Alice in Chains, The Struts, um, who else? Like, I'm blanking on so much stuff. No, it's all right. Um, I love The Struts. I just, I met them, yeah, like, cool. right before COVID. Like, okay. Like, I'm talking, like, right, I met them at the uh, the Sunset Marquee. There was, like, this, um, there was this night dedicated to The Doors. Yeah. And I went oh, with, wow. like, I went with my friend Josh, who's in the band Bad Flower. And so we were all just, like, kind of hanging out mm. in the back. And then, like, Miley Cyrus was, like, oh the surprise God, cool. guest at the end. Yeah. We were like, what is this? Uh-huh. But we ended up staying out till like, 5 in the morning. Oh, and, God, 5 and in that, the morning nights. Yep. I it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but now, but, yeah, now now I, I would say, like, I could I could call Luke whenever and be like, what's up, dude? That's cool. He was, but, they were so kind yeah. of us, like, having us on tour because I was a bit younger then. And they were really nice. And they said thank you to our band every night when we were opening up for them, which was so nice. And they took oh, the time to talk to us every night in the green room. We also opened up for Killing Joke. Um, we, sh- we opened up for L7. We that's did a so lot of amazing sick. shows. Yeah. yeah. And just rad. playing around L.A. a lot, too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, what do you think, okay, with the pink slips, like, what do you think your most terrifying show was? Oh. Like, where you're, like, so nervous? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I always say that, Shows that are more intimate are more nerve-wracking for me because when mm-hmm. you play larger shows and you don't see as many people's faces in the crowd, and it just feels like kind of like a faceless crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's more intimate, yeah. there's like you feel like more people's energy like staring at you, and it gets a little more nerve-wracking. And I always get so nervous before every single show. Yeah, because um, I think it's like a first date, like you're meeting all these people in the audience for the first time and mm-hmm. you're introducing yourself as an artist and you want them to like you. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think. My, I think my most nerve wracking show was when I did a show with Iron Maiden <laughs> over oh, wow. at, over in oh, Germany. I Iron That's and cool. it was like, it was like a hundred thousand people yeah. or some crazy shit like that. Yeah. And I just, I was like, Oh my God, like what, what are we even doing here? You yeah. know, thankfully they didn't boo us, but uh, yeah, because I have definitely heard that happening before, and then um and then I would say Reading and Leeds was like another. I just did Reading and Leeds a couple years ago. And that yeah, was how so was fun. what year were you on? Do you remember? Twenty twenty one. I was on that year. I think we talked to the n- first met. Yeah, do we not know, know each other? Is but Amy was like I think opposite I met you days. after. Yeah, because yeah. I know Reading and Leeds like it's a traveling festival, which is every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. So, I think we were on opposite days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, we were on the uh, we were on the like the post Malone day. Okay, I wasn't on the Post Malone day. Yeah, I mean, that, that was like the big headline I remember. Uh-huh. And just like, it was still weird. Like COVID was like happening. And I remember, I remember yeah. walking around the festival and it said like, uh, wear a mask or don't. And oh it was my God, like, I remember seeing that. Yeah, and it was like, it was like the height of the pandemic. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. I remember so many people at Anax had to like pull out of the festival last minute. Like, yeah. I remember Queens of the Stone Age was supposed to play my day and they pulled out. Um, mm. 
a bunch of stuff. So I, I was like, our, it was my first show actually ever as Grace McKagan, like a solo artist. So yeah. I was like really excited to be doing it. Sure. And I was like, please, I really hope this works out. But I remember that those days you did like, it was a whole thing traveling across seas. You'd get a COVID test yeah. and all that. So, but I was really happy to do it and I was so excited. I think I was pretty nervous for that show because yeah. that was my first show ever with tracks. I was playing at Reading and Leeds. It was my first show ever as a solo artist, and it was like on oh, my birthday. It was like all these things happening. No way. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you remember? Do you remember like how you uh, how you celebrated after you you would play? I think that show? honestly, being at Reading and Leeds was a celebration. That was a celebration. We were, we were already yeah. at a music festival, going to watch bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we watched like Stormzy. Okay. Um, we just got lit. It was like my birthday. You know. <sighs> That's so rad. Every time I've had the so I've played it like three times now, and every single oh, wow. time we've had to play it. We've always left like probably like an hour or two after we're really? done. Really? Where do you go though? Because it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we just like go, we, like drive like more than halfway, get a hotel. Seriously? Yeah, it sucked. Oh wow. You know, but every every time I've been to the UK though, I've like always been in a Sprinter van, and it's just mm-hmm. like you know you're just crammed in there. Exactly. I mean, I think that's why we're trying to stay at the festival as long as possible. Yeah. Because we're like, we don't want to be. In, I didn't want to be in the van all night. Yeah. I want to get in the van once I was already drunk and ready to go to bed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. hey, I, I I can relate to that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I still want to go back to the pink slip. Mm-hmm. So so you, you did all these tours, and then what point were you like, hey, I want to become like a solo artist? Yeah, I never even envisioned myself being a solo artist. Like, I thought the pink slip was going to go forever and ever. But obviously, as you get older, you realize, like, that's not real life. And, like, we were all mm-hmm. teenagers in that band and stuff. And I think people just had to go away to school. I think people just joined different bands. Like, the people that I think the pink slips was, like, there was a very specific group of people at a specific time yeah. um and i think it just evolved past that and people have different journeys they had to go on so it's not like i was like fuck this i want to be a solo artist can mm-hmm. i swear in here yeah totally okay. <laughs> i was i was like i'm gonna be a solo artist like this is why it's ending i think it just it kind of dissipated and then mm-hmm. it just felt like the natural next step to just be like okay now i'm gonna be just my name grace mckagan yeah I, yeah, you know, I feel that way with a lot of bands I've been in. I mean, again, like mm. being a drummer, it's it's uh, you know, I I've seen how do I say this? I've seen like so many different movies now. Oh, <laughs> if that makes it. Yeah. That makes any sense. Especially from where you're sitting, you can like watch the band. Yeah. As a movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I'm just I'm sitting there and I'm just watching everything like in front of me, and you know, if if I'm lucky, maybe the band that I'm playing for, it, you know. It, whether I'm like a hired person or mm-hmm. like I'm a part of it or whatever the hell it, it can, you know, it's like a guaranteed, like, okay, it's going to maybe last two years and well, then may- maybe, maybe longer, or maybe less. You just, yeah. you just never know, you know, and deal, yeah. you have to deal with like, unless it's your own band. Right. Yeah. 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 And then you deal with like different personalities and totally. You know, yeah. Do you prefer just like evolving from yeah. project to project? Like that must be kind of fun. You know what? Di- I mean, music from different lenses and from different perspectives. Yeah. I mean, like I'm always, I always feel like the more people you play with, the more you grow as a musician. Yeah. And you learn. Yeah. Totally. And I've been, I've been in like, so, you know, I don't, I don't know if you point. know that much about me, but like I've, I've just, I've been I in so many different bands. I know you're one of my bands. favorite bands in middle school. When I, first <laughs> I was freaking out. That's great. Yeah. I we discovered that. that. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were talking. <laughs> I, m- I remember. Yeah. But like, I just, I've been in so many different bands that like all the genres were like just kind of different. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I think part of it was like maybe I was in the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. and other was because you know they they saw talent and they saw like I can get along with people uh, or you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So, but you know, again, people evolve and change, just like you were saying yeah. with like drumming. With your band. I, I think I always tell my drummer in my band, I'm like, how do you drum? That looks so hard. Like I recently just started playing the tambourine, like while I'm. <laughs> singing live and you know practice makes perfect but i was like this yeah. is so hard it's like rubbing your stomach and patting yeah. your head at the same time 100 <laughs> yeah i mean like i started learning piano first mm-hmm. but then i realized it was really not good at that but then i know it's like a percussive that's, instrument yeah you know that's but interesting yeah so i learned that in like elementary school mm-hmm. but then um but uh, as far as drumming goes like i just i just always like tapping on shit so my parents okay. were like oh let's get them i guess yeah like, drummers i don't know they're always tapping on something <laughs> yeah i mean i have like really bad adhd but it's just like yeah. my parents like decided Probably, to take like, me the best instrument to play for adhd then huh right? sure yeah right? all my all my limbs are going in different <laughs> yeah, directions totally. at, at all times totally and, i mean i've i've caught myself like during <laughs> you know during shows where i'm like playing and i'll just like zone out i'll just be like oh like, wonder, well, i wonder i wonder then it's like muscle memory at that yeah point, right? like yeah. what are we doing after the show Totally. Like, I know that person over there. You're that means you're really like well equipped and very well rehearsed. Try, trying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So now getting back to the the Grace McKagan stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So wh- when did you start going solo? Like how long um, ago was this? It was basically over COVID. So okay. I feel like in my span of my career, semi recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also just because I also I honestly I got a new manager and stuff, and he's like, we need to just like rebrand. Let's start something new. And when he brought up the conversation of starting as a solo artist, I was really hesitant. I was like, no, I don't want to do this too. I only had one person left in my band that's still in my band now. Mm. I was like, there's this, I don't want to like, um, I don't want it to be that way. Like I see myself like being in a band. I can never see myself like as a solo artist. Like it was really terrifying. And mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, it made me nervous. And I didn't want to, um, I didn't want it to come across the long way. But after like a lot of conversations and thinking about, the bigger picture that's when we felt like it was the right decision to make and i actually had these new songs written yeah. i was waiting to put out with the pink slips like my song surrender so hyper so lucky those are all supposed to be for the pink slips but then i just i felt like surrender was like the perfect first solo song okay. because it was like a statement about not surrendering and, and empowerment and um just feeling strong yeah yeah uh, what what other do you, do you play a lot of instruments? When no, you, no, no. I wish I did, but no. But as, but as, hey, I mean, like being a singer, I know plenty of people that don't play I instruments think my or voice songwriters. Is my instrument, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. I wasn't sure if like you're sitting like at a piano or like a guitar yeah. or like what no. or whatever. Um, but I know what I like, and I definitely write all my songs like with my writing partner Isaac Carpenter, my boyfriend Blues yeah. Williams, yeah. And so, um, and so this is, this has been like a brand new thing. And so, are, do you guys have any plans coming up for for any releases? I actually have a or? new EP coming out before the New Year's done. And this, okay. So my first EP I put out Heart of Hearts. So it was like a lot of softer, um, alternative songs, like mm-hmm. prettier songs and more vulnerable songs. And my next EP is a bunch of like party songs, um, a bit more. I don't want to say rock, but just like aggressive, dirty slimy dance dance kind of song sure yeah like what what influences are you taking away when you're when you're like thinking of these songs i mean like the new songs yeah the new songs um well actually one of my songs i'm putting out soon is called ting tang and that's because we just love the ting tangs and we're talking about the ting tangs that day do you know the ting yeah yeah i there the ting tangs i mean a lot of it's like sleigh bells i love sleigh bells so much that Mm -hmm. their first album is like one of my favorites ever um m.i.a peaches it's kind of in the vein of like dance punk, I would say. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. I uh, <laughs> yeah I, I I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Um, are you playing any shows in LA? Not anytime soon. No, I just got back from the UK. We played Glastonbury, which I've never played before. Oh my I've god! How is that? I've seen. I, yeah. I've never been there. That's that's like no, a bucket I've never list been. thing. And then we just played a show in London, which I sold out, and that's the first show I've ever sold out. Whether it be with the Pink Slips or as a solo artist, and I was not expecting that. My manager purposely didn't tell me how many sick tickets we sold, mm-hmm. and like he kept on being like, "Grace, we haven't sold enough tickets. Like, keep posting it, keep posting it." And I was like so nervous that nobody was gonna come, especially because it's not even in our city, nor mm-hmm. state, nor our country. So I thought yeah. it was gonna be literally empty, and we sold it out, and I was shook. Where where'd you guys play in, in London? Uh the Camden Assembly. Oh, okay, yeah, I know, I know where that yeah. is. I'm just thinking of like that whole area. Yeah, Camden. Yeah, yeah. But I was shook, and it was like such a beautiful night. The people were singing along to the lyrics, like all my songs. I was, just, it was just, it was beautiful, and um, we had a great time. But we played Glastonbury a few days before that at three in the morning at the stage called the Rabbit Hole Stage, and at I never three a.m. No, but I guess people at Glastonbury they can't. They're there yeah. all night, so th- I, I was at first nervous too because I was like, it's, people are gonna come at three in the morning, but d- people definitely came at three in the morning, and they're definitely lit, and they're definitely <laughs> dancing and ready to go. <laughs> You know, I don't tell my favorite because I was still like on the jet lag. So that was like 7 p.m. for me. So that was OK. But <sighs> it was amazing. Yeah, it was so fun um, just to see everybody in their costumes. Like the people that run the stages down the rabbit hole. So the guys that introduced me were wearing like rabbit costumes <laughs> and stuff. And <laughs> they like rad. came out on a skateboard and they're like, everybody introducing Grace McKagan. Her dad is the keyword player for the Foo Fighters. And it was funny. <laughs> they asked my permission <laughs> first. So and I was like, yeah, that's funny. That's cheeky. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, was this b- besides besides? Well, so wait, writing and Lee's was your first time going to the UK? No, I've actually played, pl- playing played shows a bunch with the Pink, Pink Slips. Okay, we yeah. Did, like download a few times. Oh, you shouldn't be surprised if you're selling out. Like you know, your your uh, first yeah, ever solo show. Ago, and it's, I guess it was a different project. And I when I did play London mm-hmm. before with my old band, the Pink Slips, we put up this place called the Black Heart. Okay. It's also in Camden. Uh huh. That turned out was really well. Yeah. received as well but i've never sold out a show and it's been 
so long, you know, when we play Reading and Leeds, like I think that show was great too, but people are, were more just there for the festival. They weren't really right. there for me. They didn't know the sure. familiar as much, you know. Yeah, I mean that's a great catapult though to like, mm-hmm. you know, the go play. The last pop festival, do you know that one? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, that's over like in Europe and stuff. Yeah, and you, did you play Rocks? that? You know what's funny? There's so many yeah, like there's so festivals. many festivals and it's like over in, in Europe. Yeah. And I I obviously I honestly think that like playing those festivals are more fun than playing like any outdoor festival here. Wait, why? I I think they just have they just have their shit together over there. Mm. You know, like the everybody's like super. I mean, tell me tell me if I'm wrong. I think the the yeah. crews over there, like the stage hands and all that stuff, mm. they're all like super diligent and they respect artists. Yeah, and just everything runs on uh-huh. time and efficiently. Yeah. And kind of like here, though, it's just like, okay, get your shit and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I guess I've played, honestly, more festivals in Europe than I have in America. That's, I mean, that's really awesome. But, yeah. There's more but, rock, there's more of a rock audience, I feel like. Yeah. Especially in the UK, especially in London. Oh, I feel 100%. Like I think, it's a debate, but I think punk rock originated from London, like the whole Sex Pistols scene. I, you know, I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I used to not. Mm-hmm. And then you just, just think it was more New York. Yeah, I was thinking more in New York, yeah. but now it's like I go back. I go like to New York sometimes, and I mean New York has its own punk rock scene in the Pulse to it. And there's all that early 2000s. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Strokes, like totally. Meet me in the bathroom era. Right, which is great. But yeah, what I was gonna say is that I feel like it's still growing strong. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's in going New York, and growing. You mean? No, in in, oh, uh, in the, in the UK. UK. Yeah, totally. I mean, they both they still I feel like have different sounds. Yeah. When it comes to music, specifically rock music, when it's London versus. New York. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so we <laughs> we have to go to a quick commercial break. Okay, yeah, let's do and it. And then um, <laughs> when we come back, I have Grace McKagan, everyone. So uh, we'll be right back here on Adobe Radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grace. God damn, what a crazy story you just told. Why don't you, you tell me that one earlier? You never know. Yeah, you'll never know. Never know. Sorry, I, it's, I really <laughs> have to retire that bit. I've done it every <laughs> single time for every guest. No, it's your bit. I kind so of get nervous. Bet. Okay, yeah, I kind of get nervous like doing that, though, because I, you know... I, I know I know you, mm-hmm. but we we've only hung out like twice. Yeah, <laughs> you totally. know what I mean. So it's like I just I just Aww. came in super hot. No, you're uh, fine. right there. I'm here, I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Don't get nervous. No, I'm yeah. I'm I'm fine. It's just yeah. like, how is this person gonna take? Gonna perceive it? I get right. it. Right. Yeah. I get Off it. But wall. you know what? Don't change your <laughs> don't change your energy for other people. Don't dim your light for other people. No, just for be sure. It. I think I think the only t- I've chickened out maybe like twice. Okay, why? You just didn't feel like it was the r- you were reading I, the room a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like somebody was having a bad day uh, or uh yeah, uh, someone was having that a would bad brighten day. my day. You say okay, yeah. well good. I brighten you. To day. each okay. their own though. To each their own. Yep. Yeah. So we're we're back with Grace McKagan. Uh yeah, thanks by the way. Again, yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. much I know, I know I know that you you got to be doing a million things when you're when you're in LA. Nah, I I love like I was telling Ryan earlier. I like love radio and stuff and I'm actually in school for creative oh. writing and I want to get into like ra- the radio world. So any chance I take to get into talking, sure. podcasting and radio stuff, I'm I love to learn about the space. Definitely. I'm all for it. I'm terrified of actually trying new things and this was like something that Depends was a, on what it is, yeah. Yeah, but I mean this was like a new thing for me you know, three years ago or whenever, whenever COVID okay, started yeah. to happen and when I got approached by them to like do this show. Yeah. Isn't that wild that COVID feels like long like ago, but lifetime. also not long ago. Yeah. It's like a yeah. whole, it's a whole lifetime. I, I heard there's like, there's like new strands coming. Stop. Yeah. I know. Somebody, I heard somebody had COVID recently and I was like, no, <laughs> stop. And you know what? That somebody was me. Did you I, really? I had it like I had it like two weeks ago. Oh my gosh! And I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was just like yeah. I've I, heard I, other people had it recently. Yeah, I just like woke up. Nobody one night. I've been in contact with, but I just heard through the great. No, no, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I just woke up and I like, like two three in the morning, and I was just like, Seriously? "What the fuck's wrong with my throat?" Yeah, and then I just stayed home for like five days, and oh, then no. I tested again. And I'm fine now. Wait, but, so um, what did you feel like with this with this strand? Just like a cold. Oh, so wasn't that bad? No, but it was like the worst sore throat I had had really? in probably a long time. And I, I guess uh, like during the whole like COVID era, I had I guess I had it like a couple different did, times. Did you didn't even realize didn't, it? Yeah. Oh, like, so you're a lucky one. Yeah, like that Reading and Leeds festival, right? Oh my gosh. So so check this out. I because <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't yeah go home if you had COVID. Correct. You take a test. So yeah, we were all good when I so what? Yeah, so when I was yeah. on when I was on that run. Uh, I went to the airport. That I'll, I'll say basically, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll make the story really short. But I, <laughs> I tested positive, like the morning of when you were going to London. To or going, going back home, home. going okay. home from London. I was like, oh my! And then like, I was I was super stressed out because I had a mm. show that I was supposed to play back in L.A. with my friends. Uh, this band called the Juliana Theory, uh-huh. and so uh, 
it was like a sold out show at the Roxy, you know, you know, yeah. and I just got done playing this like really awesome show, yeah. you know, at Reading and Leeds and Lon- London and all this shit. And so um, <laughs> I'm trying to fly home and I test positive like in the oh. morning. I go so around. You save yourself there too. And well, I later that day. Yeah. I, t- I tested negative. What? That's so <laughs> yeah. weird. So maybe you had it and you didn't realize it the whole time then or something. Yeah. So I like I tested positive wow. in the morning. A few hours later, I tested negative, and then like I made it within wow. like a half I've an hour. Wow. I've never heard of that happening. Yeah. That's I crazy. just remember the guitar player and I. We I was like, hey, look, okay, let's get to the airport at like seven thirty in the morning. Mm. Our flight was like two thirty, but we just got there. Uh. I tested. We waited for like an hour and a half and it said that was positive. I was like, Shit. oh my God. And so I had to like um yeah, I just had to like figure out how to get these other tests. And so Shit. yeah, just like, okay, I guess, you know, this is a this is a banned expense. So you Dad, know yeah. so I we mean, had to pay, we had to pay though. for tests. Yeah. You know, came out of like our, you know, our budget and all that yeah. stuff. And uh yeah, I just you know, I mean, like going over to Europe or the UK anyway, you don't really. I mean, at least in my experience, like you don't yeah. really like make money. You're just kind of, you're just kind of going. You're always in the red. Yeah, you're, you're just like the red oh, boo, unless yeah. you're Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like you're just going over there to like build the audience for like. Yeah. And one day and you meet hope people and make right. new fans and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Try, try, trying to make it happen, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's just like, you know, between like. Get it getting like the COVID tests, and then you know some some of the other people had to stay behind. Oh no! So some people did. Yeah, that yeah. It was so happening. it was so nuts. And what what I think is really funny that is the they people all get an Airbnb together and quarantine together. No, they all get separate no, rooms just separate rooms. Yeah, and so uh, I just remember that like, uh, like I was kind of I was kind of like you know what I'm just gonna go explore the UK, and I was like totally. Uh, what am I? I don't want to so say you careless. Couldn't, you couldn't go home then. No, I, I ended up going go home, home. But okay. the but the people that w- were actually. Uh, that were taking care of themselves like well yeah they were the ones that got sick and i'm the one that just like i'm gonna go to that's always what happens i want to find what what and yeah i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to camden and walk around and see all the cool shops and i went with like the crew and just you know we we had a good yeah (laughs) i don't miss that era because you never truly knew like yeah so random like that yeah it's fucking nuts you know i hope we never have to live through that again in in our lifetime yeah so um (laughs) yeah uh, where else was I going with this? So, I mean, do you have, okay, th- this show's mm-hmm. coming out probably like at the end of September. Okay. Um, are you, are you like going, are you going on tour anytime soon? Is it, is it, what, what's happening in you, in your world currently right now? You're just still writing. You're still getting, yeah, getting we're writing. Up? I'm getting ready for my next EP to come out. Okay. Still working on a title. Yeah. But it is giving me more of those, that dance punk kind of stuff. Um, just inspired by. Those artists, like yeah. the early 2000s, kind of punk dancing. Yeah. Lots of peaches. Mm-hmm. The Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, mm-hmm. Sleigh Bells, um, yeah. the Ting Tangs. Yeah. You're, think, you're thinking of them all on the spot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then, I mean, like, are you, if you had the crystal ball, what do you think your next year would look like? If, if oh you had God, to. that's a tough question. I don't know. Hopefully I would go on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to go on tour again. Um. And hopefully just producing, like, content for my new EP. And hopefully it's received well. Like, I can only hope for the best and work my hardest, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, it's it's funny because, like, growing up, I was never in, like, a musical family. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, found it just yeah, by going. Yeah, you get into music? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I actually was in... Um, I'm trying to think of how to even like start this. I was like living in Hawaii for a little oh, bit. Oh no way! Which, and, which island? Uh, Kauai. Oh wow! And I so I've been there. That's really yeah. Cool. It's it's awesome. It was really great. But I had like uh, my parents had like a vacation home over there. Mm-hmm. Um, like and we would just like go in the summers and then oh, rent it out. So you know, when oh, I was I love Hawaii. yeah. I mean, it's horrible what's happening over right now in Maui. I know it's so awful. Yeah. It's it, I mean, last time I was in Maui was like five years ago, and I don't I don't know if they're gonna recover. Like really, you I know what I mean? So. Everyone that I ever have met that's from Hawaii or mm-hmm. like lives over there is like the most beautiful person. Is like such a radiant soul. And such yeah, a, I think it's such a heavenly place. All those islands, I really yeah. So sad. No, it's 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 awful. Thank but you of them. yeah. I ended up like going over to Hawaii and like my um my mom's like best friend mm-hmm. was like uh you know from like high school or whatever lived over there. Oh she did. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so I met this guy named Chris and then he like he saw me wearing like a Green Day shirt or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, you like you like that stuff? Like check out these records and what did he show you? Uh he showed me a lot of like rancid, okay. like minor threat, okay, and like yeah. yeah, Pennywise suicide machines. Just okay. a lot of like I would call that what would you call it, like skate punk or something? 
If it was like it was a lot of like skateboarding videos, yeah. and you yeah. hear like all these That's like fast, cool. yeah, like No Effects and you know mm-hmm. MXPX. I was just listening. To, that was like my that was like my religion, I guess you could say. Uh-huh. So I was growing up with Your that, Bibles. and uh, yeah, my Bibles, <laughs> yeah. So I was growing up with that, and then like uh, again, I was always the young guy at all these different like parties or. Uh, when Just I was like back eleven, home or like in over Hawaii, in Hawaii. Yeah, okay, this is over wow. in Hawaii. So like they're like, oh wow, like Ryan can play drums. Like he should come like play with us. So I started playing around the island. Oh my god! So you played drums already when you were eleven? Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> I was okay. pl- I was playing out. I mean, that was like some of like my like first shows. Like we'd be playing oh, like no we'd be that's playing like cool. backyard parties or like little cafes in over Hawaii, there. Hawaii, that's so yeah, cool. It was really no way. really crazy. Now that I think about yeah, it, eleven super young too. Yeah, playing like a high school uh, graduation. Really? You know, maybe I was twelve. I'm trying to get the the story right. But then like I met like kids in the neighborhood, and I remember. Um, I've never thought of a punk scene. In Hawaii, yeah, like, I mean, there so was. I guess I never thought about it. You know? Yeah, I mean, I remember my my first like actual punk show was like in, in like an abandoned, not an abandoned. They were they were building a house, and it was like there was nothing. Um, there was Uh-oh. no power really Did in this place. Did you guys do this like on the low? Yeah. yeah. So it was like you know they brought a generator and put like some Whoa. like you know floodlights up, Whoa. and you know they there was That's like a, cool a six idea. channel PA, and you know there's just a bunch of punk rockers and there's beer and people yeah. drinking. I mean, were you, you know. drinking beer at eleven? No, yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> I was at, I was at these parts. I was I was scared to death of it when. I was uh when I was younger. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't drink anymore, but oh, you um, don't. Oh. it's been like a couple years. How do you do five AM nights then? How do I what? How do you still do those five in the morning? Uh, I just have I just have a lot of you, energy. You still do them without even drinking. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> good for you. Good for you. I mean you. look, I I've probably I gave up drinking uh actually yeah during COVID. And oh. that's what, you know, I, I just yeah, good just it, it wasn't for me anymore. Okay, good for you. That's it. And uh, but anyway, so sorry. Going going yeah. back to this punk That's interesting. thing. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So going back to this punk thing, it was like I, I was just I, I loved this culture. I saw like dudes with mohawks and like people running around yeah. having a good time, and I'm like, wow, this is like really rad, and I want to keep doing this. And then I I teamed up with some kids that um I knew in the neighborhood. Uh, my parents lived down the street from uh from Todd Rundgren, and I used to play. Oh, with, what? That's and so I cool. used to I play. Just seen, but I was like, not enough. <laughs> yeah. Checking the, checking the sound. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. And so I I so used to play. Uh, Hawaii. Yeah, so I used to play um in the summer times when I go over there, I would play with his kids, uh, Randy and Rex. Okay. And then they had some friends that they had introduced me to. Oh wow. And so I just would like jam with Did these he guys. Full time or he just yeah, I think it was really it was really a uh, a bizarre scenario, but he had like um I mean, maybe this isn't my story to tell, mm-hmm. but just just because we're hanging out. Yeah. Uh, he he had two houses like near each other. Okay. One of them he would like work at. I think, but okay. then like, but like his ex-wife lived there, but then he lived in his house with like his current wife. Oh, interesting. You know, okay. so I like mean, it was like, like that's nice of him. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, so um, <laughs> I didn't really. It's funny when when you're a little kid, I didn't really like um understand yeah. the power of like Todd Rundgren. Yeah. You know, but I know that like even when I was like uh. Yeah, I definitely got into him like my freshman year of college. Oh really? Okay. Like, when I was eighteen, and I had a big face. Like I loved the movie Virgin Suicides and that whole soundtrack, and his song mm. was on that soundtrack and then i did my deep dive you did your deep dive yeah. In there yeah yeah his kids like are nothing like like his, like their dad like oh, uh, really? one of them plays like baseball and That's i'm not cool. sure what the other ones doing. I'm, I'm still friends with them on facebook but it's been yeah. like so long since yeah, totally. uh since, since i've talked to them kids. yeah um but no but then i started playing with people around the island and mm. then um as soon as that started happening once i had to like go back to school uh i was i had to go back to utah you know, to yeah. start. Um, I remember you saying you were from Utah. Yeah, like middle school, high school. I, I had to move. To, I actually was born out here, but um, oh. I had to go to Utah for middle school and high school because my dad was shooting a TV show oh. out, out in Utah. So I had to move around like my whole life oh, wow. until uh, until I got there. And then, of course, like I started, you know, there weren't any shows like in my town. I grew up in uh, Park City. Okay. And so okay. It is, I've played there a few times. You have? Was it during like Sundance or something? Um, or in, in Park City or, or just in Utah? Oh, you know what? I played in Salt Lake. That's what. Yeah. I've yeah. T- I, I played in Utah though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. always like going to Salt Lake was like such a magical really? experience. Yeah. We were just in Salt Lake because we were playing. Oh, I played this festival called Shell Razor, like a couple hours outside of um, Salt Lake. So we flew into Salt Lake and drove like four hours to where this festival was, and that Blonde Redhead played and Dinosaur Jr. Damn. Um, and the Paranoids, like all these cool bands played, but it was. It was like in a town. I think the population was like less than like three hundred or something. Do you I might remember be the name the number. of the town at all? It was called Shellraiser. The festival. Shellraiser. Okay. Shellraiser. Like Shell Hellraiser. Shell yeah, yeah. Shellraiser. I don't remember off the top of my head, but this oh, was damn. like back in June, so like not that this long. This year? Ago. Yeah. Oh no way! This is really recently. Huh. 
But yeah, that's, that's the last nuts. time I was in Utah. I wasn't there that long ago. Yeah, I just I just grew up going to punk shows there, and yeah. like I made friends, and like that was it. I was like, oh, these people accept me, and I was just like this like weird kid in my school. Yeah, that was How it. How far is Park City from Salt Lake? It's like half hour. Oh, so, so. yeah, I guess yeah, it must have like driven through there or something. Yeah, it's like on the like it would be like going on your way to uh, like Wyoming or something. Okay. You know? Yeah. But I mean, there's not a whole. I mean, in Utah, like everybody knows everybody. It's yeah, crazy. I can it's, it's such a small scene and small town. I would see you playing on like. Um, I've never heard of that festival. That's, I played. That's crazy. I played there last year too at this fest at an arcade with this band. I was on a tour with uh, this guy named Slater. Um, you played an arcade. Yeah. Was it called Quarters? Yeah, Quarters. We okay. There. Yeah, that place is cool. Mm-hmm. I've done. I've done photo shoots there. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, I've had friends that work there. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. I. I didn't know they started doing shows until like last year. Okay. So yeah. Um, I mean, that was my first time ever playing. That's there, crazy. I, yeah. That's so odd. Did you Did you like it, or did yeah. you Did you feel like a sense of community, or was there Was I mean, there? We played there on a Sunday, and I was like confused the whole time. Wild. I was like, you guys were playing in Salt Lake on a Sunday. Like, right. I know that everything's kind of closed then, yeah. right? Or it's quiet that day. Mm-hmm. It's God's day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's God's day, yeah, yeah exactly. But I always enjoy going on tour and stuff, and it's kind of fun because some cities, um, every city is so different, but Salt Lake is cool. I've never been there. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it, was, it was quite a time growing up there. but mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was just quiet that day. We were there on a Sunday. Sure. And like so bar- bars line. aren't really yeah, exactly. open that much, and exactly. you'd be lucky if you could find anything open after like 10, you yeah, know, for, for like food-wise. We had a good time though. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, it's it's crazy. Though. I remember being in high school and like, if you wanted to get beer, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like out of a keg, you'd have to drive to Wyoming to get it. How far is that drive? Uh, from where I lived, it was about like forty five minutes. Oh my maybe gosh! An hour. So you guys like had a trek for the beer. Yeah, I mean Honestly, like in in a keg, you know. Yeah. So you had to like bring it and then go back if you wanted to have those. Do you guys have like fake IDs and stuff? Is that what happened? Uh, yeah, some of my friends were able to get oh that i mean God. i started drinking at like 16 it was okay. just like the cool it was the culture back then you totally. know? Like the people i didn't really I was drink much in high school like i obviously tried it a few times but i really started drinking like my freshman year at college i feel like i shouldn't be talking about this because my <laughs> parents are a bit younger and stuff and like that's not cool but i did have seven fake ids taken away for the time i was 18 to 21 no way seven wow seven you know i got in the clubs now like when I, okay so like i moved out to la after i graduated high school when i was like 19 mm-hmm. and uh and I was able to get into places uh, like without them even uh, checking me at all. When I was like 19 years old, I, there was this there's this bar called uh, Star Shoes. I'm That's telling you, cool like name. in the mid, like it was on the corner of like Hollywood and Coenga at the time. Mm, okay. And I'm telling you, like like in the mid 2000s, like 2004, like, you know, yeah, five, six, good, whatever. Such an awesome time. And I just don't know if those scenes exist anymore. Maybe maybe you can you can tell me. You know, if uh, there's is I there like an underground culture that I'm missing, like in the alternative scene. Um, I mean, like that band that I'm seeing this Saturday at the Wilderness, something about Enjoy. Yeah. There's that whole Vada Vada scene. Like, that's the guy Slater I went on tour with last mm-hmm. year. Um, I think there's like a scene that is from Orange County for sure. Okay. Um, like, it's like underground, yeah, you know people a, that a, know people. I think there's a scene here. But there's like some of my friends here that are in bands and stuff. Like, it's, I don't think it's anywhere close to like maybe what it once was or what New York has to offer. But I think mm-hmm. there's definitely a sense of. Like a punk rock underground community. In yeah, because like back in like the, the those years, it was just like everybody was just like really positive, and it's like yeah, everybody's going cool. out, and it was it was just a good time. That's now I feel like when I go to Hollywood, it's like the zombie apocalypse. I mean, like, I don't really go out in Hollywood. I have to say. You yeah, that's where that's where I'm wondering. Like, where where are these like scenes now? Because um, you know, I, I got a couple projects mm-hmm. I've been like um working on behind the scenes that I can't really talk about yet, but um. I started reaching out to some people, and I was like, kind of like being like an investigator, trying to get like shows, you know. Yeah. And so there was like this thing called like Dirty Mondays that's happening. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's at like um, it's at Dirty Laundry. Okay, I mean, yeah, Dirty Laundry is fun, but I don't, I don't, I've never seen like bands play there before. I don't oh, okay. I've been to one show there. It was okay. like it was a long time ago. You guys ago. just have, have been there to just go out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then like the same people that do in Dirty Mondays, there was like this like warehouse like rave thing oh, that they do, cool. and it starts at like ten at night and it goes until like five in the morning wow. at a dis, you know, Wait, is this closed location. I have no, it's oh, like somewhere cool. probably in like downtown LA, at like a warehouse. Maybe downtown, yeah. Yeah, but it's just like I, I was always searching for those kinds of things when I was yeah. like a kid, and now that I'm like fully grown up, I'm just like. Are, are these things like still happening yeah. like in my like in alternative music or punk or is like yeah. you know I feel like there's definitely like some like house shows and stuff that have been really cool to play at and go to I mean yeah. there's always like shows happening at Zebulon Zebulon uh-huh. 
I love, I love, oh yeah, yeah, I love that spot. I, yeah. uh, I, I live, I live pretty close. Sometimes there. it could be the land of like the, um, the pretentious fuck boys, <laughs> but I mean, there's definitely some good shows that I've seen there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this, uh, the last show I went there to see you, there was this like, um, this gay punk rock band from, mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco called Pansy Division. And they were like, they were signed to this label called Lookout Records back mm-hmm. in the day. So it's like, it's the same label that like, um, like Operation Ivy and like Green Day oh, okay. and like, so like a yeah like an, band. yes mm-hmm. cool. yeah and so like they were doing like a reunion of sorts and so I went and I went and checked that oh, out because cool. they were they were awesome all right but uh, okay we have to go to one more okay. quick commercial break and when we come back uh, we'll conclude the interview with uh, Grace Ma- yeah we'll conclude <laughs> the interview with Grace McKagan so don't go anywhere we'll be right back here on IW Radio <laughs> all right who's on the phone oh. My boyfriend just called me and I tell him, yeah. I can't take this right now. Yeah, tell Can your tell your boyfriend he's on. he's also welcome to come by uh, Adobe Radio at, at, fun. at any time. Yeah, you could you could have chilled. Yeah, yeah, there will definitely be a next yeah, time. He was at work anyways though, so yeah. So so but whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm sending him a photo of you. Yeah, so okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna do a live podcast. picture <laughs> a live picture during this podcast that will come out probably at the end of uh September. September. Yep. <laughs> When's your birthday? What's your sign? Uh, I'm a Libra. Okay, so your birthday's. When's your up. birthday? August twenty seventh. So you're up. you're a Vir- are you a Virgo? Yeah, I'm a Virgo. I am on the cusp of Virgo okay. Libra. What's your birthday? September twenty third. Okay. So some people would think I'm a Virgo. Some people mm. would would think I'm a Libra. Are you like big in the signs? Not big into it. I think it's just a fun party question. Sure, <laughs> fun party question. Yeah. All right. Take an icebreaker. Sure. Like, do you know what your moon and your rising sign is? I don't have any oh, idea. You gotta figure that out. You have a girlfriend. I'm, sh- I'm surprised yeah, she hasn't I, asked you this. She she knows all about that stuff. Y- you know what it's like being like boyfriends sometimes uh, space out. Sometimes they totally. don't pay attention to details. I guess so. Um, yeah. I need to be more in touch with my my earthy side. What I guess. is she? She is a Capricorn. Okay. So um, yeah, her birthday's in, yeah in, in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'd love to know yep. your moon and your rising sign is. But I would tell you mine, but you don't even know <laughs> what that means. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean like what so what what is yes, okay. Tell me yours anyway so that I can okay. know what that I'm is a and Taurus what that means. Rising and I'm okay. a cancer moon. Okay. And what so, are the what how, how do you identify with those things? So like? your rising sign is like how you come up to the people when you first meet them or like to jobs or like bosses in a professional setting. Uh-huh. It can also like attribute to like your physical like qualities. Okay. Apparently. Um, and you also just like can relate to the sign that is your rising sign. Okay. And your moon sign is like who you really are at your core, like who you are with your closest friends, your family, your mm-hmm. romantic partner. It's how you process emotions and ultimately how you like deal with relationships and problems and how you see the world. So your moon sign is kind of the most important one in my eyes. All right. So as soon as I'm done with this, I'm gonna look up my moon sign yeah. and then I will I will text you. It's really fun to read about. And I'll all. be like, listen, yeah. I it, it, does that depend on like the day? The time and the place you were born. Okay, yeah, I was born. Oh God, I, you know, I asked my mom one time I was born, and she she hardly remembers. But I, I think know, it was I, like I, I asked my mom and dad so many times, <laughs> yeah. and then I had eventually like years ago I went and found my birth certificate like in their house. I was like, I found it. Yeah, I think I was born like 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 Please five or six. Exact minute. Oh, exact minute. Uh oh. Yeah, I went and found the birth certificate. Okay, so <laughs> the exact minute in time will determine what yes. your actual moon sign is. Yeah. So if it's like it should apparently. Okay, so if it's like four fifty three. And you know, I was mistaken, and it was actually 4:55. Then that could change I think things. It could because I used to think I was a Libra rising for the longest time because I think it was like 10 minutes off or something. <laughs> okay, but I'm actually a Taurus rising. Got it. Yeah, I, I should find that out. And you can also look into what other like. I mean, my girlfriend knows like all that stuff. Are the same moon sign as you, and that like speaks so much. Right. Like, I know that Kurt Cobain and Taylor Swift are also Cancer Moons like me. And I'm like, I think I've good I think I have a good club going on. Okay. I'm into it. Well I know I know about my sign. And that's I, why I feel like I've always like related to their lyrics so much and stuff. But also sure. I think everybody does. Yeah. But I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I think uh you know with, with with being a Libra, I know what I can identify with. I'm extremely indecisive. Yeah, my best friend's a Libra and she's very indecisive. Yeah, I love I'm, you, Izzy, but yeah. we always joke with her. She's like, I don't know, I don't know. Yep, that's me. I, I like when it when it comes to a hard decision, it's like I wait till like the eleventh hour to be like, uh, okay, I guess I'm going mm-hmm. this way, or this is what's happening, mm-hmm. you know. Um, sometimes I'm not good at confrontation. What yeah, else? Yeah, that's like her too. Yeah, and then uh, like a lot of people do too. I mean, what else? But but I but I feel like I get along. There's with so many most good people. qualities though. Yeah, feel like I, I I will I will stick by you. I will Aww, you know be. That could be your moon sign though too. Could be. Yeah. 
yeah, I guess I got to learn more. Yeah, the, but Libras are known to be like very balanced. Like they see two sides of things. I do see two sides of arguments. They try to be fair. I do try to be fair. Um, they're known for being like um flirtatious, just okay. like a natural flirt. Okay. Um, I know that about Libras. Got it. And I think all those things are true for the Libras that I know. Yeah, I have a few close friends that are Libras, and I've. Yeah. I just try to be a nice, well-rounded person. Yeah, I mean, I think it always has to do so much with like how you grow up and like fundamentally who you are as a person and your upbringing and Definitely. stuff. Definitely. I mean, I'll tell you this. It's not like psychology. Yeah. You know? Yep. So I went to school. This girl I went to school with. Uh, her name's Kate Maloney. And is she that the girl from Vanderpump Rules? Correct. Yeah. So we stop. Oh my god. So we went to That's we went to high crazy. school together. Yeah, we went to high school together in Utah. Uh huh. Yep. And her oh older my god, brother. I'm my friends right now. <laughs> I'm a Katie. I'm a Katie Stan. Okay. Yeah. Katie's I don't know great. if you guys are friends now, but yeah. So we've been we've been friends since we've been like Bruh. children. You know. And so oh my I god, was in like I'm a. I'm really texting my group chat right now. I I have been. Um, <laughs> we yeah. have our Vanderpump nights because the whole scandal. We okay, watch it. So she's been on my show and I've been on her show. What? And you just send me the episode. Okay. So I mean, I'll I'll send you all the stuff. Next time you hang out with her, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Like she's she's so busy now. I bet. You know, but um, but what I was gonna say is like we both we talked about this, but like we grew up in Utah. We we Kay, both I didn't were know just she's from Utah. We both were just like, mm-hmm. oh my god. You know, coming from Utah to L.A. after you graduate high school or whatever, and you move out to California, you just realize, like, wow, like, this is, like, completely different. That's like, so I almost feel like it's, like, shell shock. Because, like, everybody in Utah was, like, pretty nice for the most part. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, uh, growing up. There's a girl that I actually met yesterday. I didn't actually just meet her. She works at my local grocery store. And we always just checks mm-hmm. around the same age. And she's like, oh, what do you do, by the way? And I was like, oh, I'm a singer and I model. And I was like, because yeah. she's like, yeah, I also work at a restaurant. I was like, which restaurant? She's like, Shorts and Sandy's. I was like, <gasps> Mm-hmm. See, that's funny. I've had two Vanderpump connections in the past two days. Really? Yeah. That's, that's nuts, that's man. Like the t- yeah. That's a restaurant on the show, but sorry to cut you off. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Yeah. She's just she's been like a like a long friend, and like mm-hmm. yeah, her older brother Joey and I were like in like a band in high school. Okay. Like he, he plays trumpet, and now now yeah. he works for like the WWE doing like some like producing stuff. Okay. But um, yeah, I've been cool. I've, I've known her for the longest time. But we were just talking about like how. You know how you grow up affects like where where you go. You know, yeah. and I mean, I just fortunately and unfortunately, I feel like as I'm 25 now, I'm like, that's when you start. Yeah, like the deep self reflection <laughs> begins when, as they stare into space. Okay, so you're 20, you're 25. <laughs> so when when did you like? I'm trying to I'm trying to get the math. So mm. you started touring like when you I were started 17? my band Pink Slips when I was 15. 15, yeah, and then I'd then say you started I started touring. touring when I was probably like like you, after 17, you graduated 18. high school. Okay, yeah. Like the first two years, I was kind of just playing around LA and like random parties and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's I, that's when I started. But I really, really started touring. I'd say nineteen twenty. Okay. Like I've, I would say like. Like actual, yeah. yeah like like you're going like out of state, going yeah. like but yeah. It's like a whole like a legitimate mm. thing. Yeah. I was like booking my own shows when I was like seventeen, out out you know out of state. Yeah. Well, I had to use this website back in the day called uh, BYOFL. Ah. Stood I never for book. It. it stood for book your own fucking life. Wait, that's org. Cool. Yeah. It's not around anymore. It's not around anymore, okay, but it was like a Yeah, it was like a <laughs> website and it would like list like promoters and agents and Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's almost almost like maximum rock and roll, but like I would uh What happened to this website? I want I've no I've yeah. no idea, but it was such a it was such a vital part of like uh my growing up. And I met like all sorts of people wow. from from doing that and like, you know, maybe you show up to some places and shows get canceled or whatever, but then I know I remember being under 21 and having to wait outside the venue Ugh, for when you actually played the that. show. Yeah. And then as soon as you're done, you, they kick you out because you can't, they can't have minors yeah. in there because they're serving alcohol. Was your band, like, older than you at the time? No, we're all around the same age. Like, <laughs> okay. I was, like, 17. Some of them were 16. Some of them were 18. We're like, all around the same like, age. Did you have somebody traveling with you that was, like, of age? Or was it, um, like... I mean, it depends on the tour. Mm-hmm. Like, when we're 20 and stuff... I feel like we're... No, like, we had, like, maybe... maybe like a tour manager? Sometimes. Okay, yeah. Um... But they're usually probably in like their twenties or something, like later twenties. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, really. we're all pretty responsible. Yeah. And luckily, like some of the bands we went on tour with were like family friends. Like one of them was sure. my uncle's drummer, so they were just like family, like you okay. know. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So nuts. Just, just, just to think, I like know. all, all the experiences you've had already. I know that's a good question though. You know? But like this, obviously now when we go on tour, it's just like us. Yeah. Because we're. 25 and we can definitely definitely we, yeah I, I had to be old enough to run a van too yeah 25 that's right so yep now i can do that yeah i come from the age you know you wouldn't know it maybe but like i come from the age where like when i first started touring i had to use <laughs> i had to use like uh quarters for like pay phones and oh, like 
you know, yeah, I mean, I'm, cool. I'm like atlases cool. and like. What am I saying? But it's yeah, a, yeah, 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 like I didn't, like I think I got introduced you didn't to put GPS. The, the map out. Yeah, yeah. I probably sound like such an idiot. The no. map out, like there's no maps on your phone. Yeah, you would have to pull, pull out a physical. How <laughs> we talk about map. it on Twitter, like, damn, this has been so hard. Respect. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's crazy. So. God, I can't believe we we have like a, just a couple minutes left. Okay, um, that went by fast. Is there anything that you can share with your with the audience about mm-hmm. like what you're so so just to recap, you're going to be coming out with an EP sometime this year? Yeah. Okay. I know, but but by before the end of 2023. Okay, before the end of 2023. Yes. And like, what's like the best way people can uh, find you and, um, and your music? Instagram, and TikTok, okay. Spotify, Apple Music. Just literally my name, Grace McKagan. Just all, all yeah. across the board. Pretty simple, pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty easy to find. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why I ask that question anymore. <laughs> like, I, I really do. I ask it to everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the best way they can find you? And That's then, like, I mean, but some people are like, find oh, you, they will. Tr- mm-hmm. true. Absolutely true. Um, and then I guess from there, I'm, I'm excited to hear your, yeah, thank is, you. is it finished? Is it like, it's almost finished. Okay. Um, that reminded me though, you just said something. I remember my old manager or a manager I had at one point in time. Yeah. Like that show I actually paid for the, for your, the legends uh-huh. of devils. Yeah, yeah. She, I, this is like, you know, we all make mistakes in our career. She used to tell me before you play any show, make sure to announce your Instagram handle and like spell it out. And now I'm like, why Why the fuck did I listen to that piece of advice? Like, I'm always open and listening to advice, but that's something I would tell myself, Grace, you don't have to do that. That's <laughs> cringe. Don't do that. Yeah. I <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. I really do. Maybe. Anyone listening? Don't, don't do yeah, that. You don't, you, you don't don't do ha- that. Yeah, you don't have to do that. No. I don't know. I feel like when now you meet an older manager, <laughs> yeah. like, you're mm-hmm. just like, okay, I'll do anything you say because you're obviously more experienced than I am and have more knowledge about the industry than I do. So listen that to what is you're a, telling me. That is a whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm, that, totally. That's something we should definitely discuss. Yeah. Like having an older manager. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, well, I can it's relate. Like you're more wise than I am, obviously. Yeah. So I'm going to so listen you're to listening. what you're saying. Sure. But then you have to also follow like your instinct and your gut. And it's something right. I'd never done before. Right. Throughout all the years I've played music, I've never done that. And the next thing you I'll know, never do again. Yeah, next thing you know, they'll have you waving a sign. She would like, like yell it in the crowd. She'd be like, say her Instagram name. <laughs> and then when you hear that and it's dead ass silent, then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do it. But I yeah. doing that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I remembered that moment. I, I don't at all. Maybe I was like. Dad, I mean, I'm glad you don't. <laughs> I, mean, I only did it probably for that show and another show, and I'm never going to do it again. Yeah. Oh my god! I think I met like then I'm, I, I met a new manager and he was like, "Don't do that." And I was like, "I thought I shouldn't do it." And yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so awesome. Yeah, I think I think I met your your new manager at your yes. your last show that you had. Um, Gavin. Yeah, Gavin. Gavin Gottlich. Yep. He manages a couple. He manages a couple bands I'm I'm friends with. Yeah, he's the we, best. We, we can talk I learned so much from him. We're like the same age, but he teaches me so much about music yeah. every day. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Well, hey, Grace, thank you again for coming Thanks on so the much show. Thanks for having me. Um, coming on next is uh, Gone Fishkin here on Adobe. Oh, my God. I, I was just telling Ryan yeah, that it, I did this show the last and time you I did was it, here. And you did a show last Is he literally time? coming here right now? Uh, no. Um, so, like, I, I put on the show. This this airs every Thursday. Oh, so you guys have so, a show together. Uh, we have a show. He comes on after me. Oh, okay. Got it. Got yeah. it. <laughs> so sorry, sorry. I, am, I am the opener for Fish oh my on God, this I, Thursday I'll say, night slot. I say, hi, Mike. Mike, what's up? <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, th- thanks again for tuning in. Thanks yes. again, Grace, for coming on Hope my show. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just glad that uh, you're able to come out today. So, all right. Likewise. Well, I will see you next week here on Adobe Radio. It's on every single Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. And I will see you next time on Ryan Seaman and Friends. Bye.